This is a small city. Just north of the big city. Built on brickyards, factories, and small businesses. With a rich history and strong roots. And this is a podcast. That serves to tell our story. Share our experience. And celebrate our community. This. This. Is Beacon. On this episode, Christian Campbell stops by. We discuss his background, journey to Beacon, and the upcoming Beacon Bonfire Music Festival. Without further ado, this is Christian. Well, all right, everyone. Welcome back to This is Beacon. This is Brooke. This is Ruben. This is Brandon. And today we have a special guest with us. Guests, tell everybody who you're with, who you are. (laughs) Who am I with? Who are you with? That's my other character. (laughs) Uh, My name is Christian Campbell. Ah, that's right. Those are Christian's friends out there. Where do you keep that poor studio audience? Are they just in a lock up in a room somewhere else right now? This is just sad. Yeah. Windowless place. Um, hi. Uh, yeah, Christian Campbell. Hello. Awesome. So, Christian, tell us a little bit about you. Um, we're going to get into an exciting topic in a minute, but let's start with you. Where are you originally from? Give us a little bit about your background. I'm originally from Canada, born uh, Toronto, Canada, um, and Ooh, I international. International. Usually, yeah. hear people saying, "I'm going to get out of here. I'm going to run to Canada." This is true. Yeah, I'm coming into the fire. I'm yeah. running towards the fire in this case. So to save democracy, I'm like, um, I'm like into the fire, pun intended. Yes. There we go. There we go. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, born in Canada, lived there till I was 19. Then I moved. Uh, I lived over in uh, Germany and France for uh, a couple of years, and and then I came back to Toronto, thinking my European travels were over, and ended up in Los Angeles with a job. And uh, in '95, in uh, lived in LA for five years. I want four of those back. And then uh, you know, came came east to New York uh, in 2000 after doing some projects here, and. Um, I just uh, was always in love with the place, so here I am. Yeah, yeah. And wow. then I was down uh, down in New York until 2016, and in 2016, I moved up to Beacon. Mm-hmm. Wow. We did the migration. Yeah, what was that, that, uh, that migration from New York City to Beacon? Uh, what was the reason? Like, you just wanted to get out of the city life? It was, um, it wasn't getting out of the city life. It was more of, we, we had this great place, my wife and I, um, in Hell's Kitchen, which was one of those kind of like dream New York places where you find... It was an old Italian family that had been there for a hundred years in this building. The family had passed it down. Like a lot of them were born there and a couple of, one person died there while we were living there. You know, I mean, just their entire life cycle was all in this building as well as on this street. There was a, a, I think they were born in the hospital on that block. It was the block 51st street between 9th and 10th. There was a hospital, a Catholic hospital, a Catholic church, a convent for nuns, a Catholic school, and a funeral home so you could literally be born <laughs> be educated churched yeah die all, all, the on this, all in the same place and it was just a, yeah it was like it was a, a, a little we were just on the tail end of all of that kind of going away oh. right so all that neighborhood has just disappeared it's all yeah been well I'm, I'm on that tail end because i plan to do that you know i was born in vegan i got educated in vegan and i'm probably gonna die in vegan yeah that's the plan so far yeah I mean, yeah you're, yeah you're, as you were describing that i'm like you're talking about my family. <laughs> <laughs> but this is literally on a block. On a block, yeah. All on yeah. a block between yeah. two streets. Like, it's just incredible to me. And um, and so we had a great five years there. 
and that family, we had this, just heard all their stories about their the experiences over the hundred years that they, they had the stories for and found all sorts of stuff in the basement. And But it, the great thing about it was we found it on Craigslist and it was just like $2,000 for garden apartment or just said ground floor apartment. And we got there and it was... Look, looked like a murder had just happened. There may as well just chalk marks on the floor and all that stuff. And and it and so the reason why it had been on the market is no one could see the potential of it. But um, and it had outside a backyard you couldn't see because it's so overgrown. And so uh, my my wife was um, she was in Spider Man Turn Off the Dark on Broadway, and so she needed to be close to the theater because. I don't, you know, there was a whole drama with that musical, right? Oh, yeah, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we needed to be close by for the drama um, for her to be able to run back and forth. And uh, and so I just got to work on the place. So while she was in rehearsals for that, I just started renovating the house, the, this apartment that we were renting. But I knew that we, we had this backyard. And once I kicked back, I tore, tore back everything, it was a 2,000-square-foot backyard wow. between a library and a convent of nuns in the middle of Manhattan. I built a fire pit in there. I had gardens. I had like grapevines. I had fig tree. So I had this Eden in New York and I renovated this apartment. So it kind of felt, I turned to like a 2000 square foot, a uh, $2,000 apartment into like what felt like a million dollar apartment. And cause we were like, we're going to live here forever. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to live here forever. This is it. We've just, we've, and we had great parties and friends would just show up in the middle of the day because they needed to take a poo because, you know, it's hard to find a place to poo in New York, you know? So we yeah, were that, we were that, that apartment. Sort of, yeah. We were good friends, right? So it was always like this, the center of like creativity and people coming through and all that. And then they got an offer they couldn't refuse. Uh, and it was bought by a developer. The building got bought by a developer for like $8 million. And, um, and the developers came and, basically tripled everyone's rent and said, you're out or you pay. And we were like, yeah, okay, so we're out. So we, we, um, it was heartbreaking. My wife, it was hard for my wife. But, um, so after that, once you've had dirt, once you've had a backyard, mm. right. It's like, what do you, you yeah, can't go, how back. Do you go back. How do you go back? Right. Can't go back to you cement. No, you can't go back to cement. So we started hunting around. We couldn't find anything in Brooklyn or anything like that. And then we were at a couple of parties and it's like, they were like, they're young parties, you know, those New York parties with like young, cool people and they're all like this, but they look like they go out camping on the weekend or something like that. <laughs> and, and I just kept hearing like, beacon, beacon, good beacon, good dia, good beacon. All like, all like several parties, we kept hearing beacon, beacon. And we're like, what the fuck is this beacon place? <laughs> so we looked it up on a map and we were like, okay, whatever. And then f- my, my editor, he moved on up to Hudson. So my wife and I went up to meet, to, to visit him and we, Slept at his place in Hudson, New York, and we had the best night's sleep we'd probably had in about seven years. And we thought, oh, we're doing this all wrong. We need to not be looking in the city. So we ended up hunting around and looked at like an hour and a half and Beacon basically went to Cold Spring first, was only there for 10 minutes. And I was like, I do not want to live here. (laughs) And so we got back on the train, didn't pay for the ticket and got back on the train and went up to Beacon, got into Beacon, called four real estate agents. Only one of them picked up because it was Sunday. The other ones were really angry at us. And the fourth one showed us four places that day when we put the offer on the place we're living in now. Wow. Yeah. Because it was just like, we just knew. We were like, oh, oh yeah, no, no, this is it. This place is great. You know, it it just clicked. And so, and we're still good friends with the people we bought it from. And so, is yeah. that your first time in Beacon? Yeah, wow. we were there for four, we were there right for like five hours. Wow. Yeah, and I don't. When we bought the place, 
like the street that we walked up to come through, I only realized after we bought the house that was the street we had walked up. And I thought, this is a nice street. I wish I could live on this street. And wow. then didn't recognize that the, apart, the house we bought was the street that I thought that. It was just a weird thing. Anyway. Yeah. So now when you think back to that, is there anything that popped out at you that you're like, that was the, the difference? Was it like... You know, because some people, every time I ask somebody, like, what is yeah, what, special? What, 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 what was the 10 minutes that, that, that you were like, I can't be here, but the five hours that you were like, this is where I need to. Oh, we, I got to Beacon, and the vibe was nice. And I just like Main Street, of course. We all know what Main Street looks like. Um, and uh, it was just, I guess, the right combination of... Also, my wife and I are good at recognizing when we know we're going to be in a place. Like, mm. like the apartment we found in Hell's Kitchen. Same thing. It was just like... Dum, dum. Yeah. And you know, the other thing you mentioned earlier about the air, I talked to, I feel like a lot of folks that I know that are living in the city, if they come up here for a day or anything like that, we always go back to, because they're like, I don't know what the difference is. I'm like, I think it's the air, you know, it's just fresh air. When's the last time you've had fresh air? (laughs) You know, they're like, wow, I had such a great day. You know, I'm like, what did you do that was different? Oh, you came into fresh air. Mm -hmm. So I do think that that's a big draw for folks like especially because it's just like an easy train ride up they could spend the day here yeah yeah Yeah. no nature is important like having that balance between you know just yeah the fresh air and being around trees going for walks like the hike that i get to do like tomorrow morning i'm going up to mount beacon with i'm going to run up to the top with a couple with my running group and that's incredible and then the view at the end of it's amazing and yeah who gets to do that like my, my buddy Josh Geisler, who I met up here, he's a, a musician. He he toured with um, Cirque du Soleil for ten years. Um, he's just a master musician, and um, and so he got a job down in New York about thirteen months ago, and went down to New York, got the place in Brooklyn, living the New York life. But he's just coming back this week because he's just like, no, I want to be back home, like mm-hmm. Beacon, Beacon. So I just saw him just now, and uh, he's like, yeah, I'm back. So it was good. Mm. So he, he and he, he's looking forward to the walks we take. We walk, we go up the mountain, we walk, we talk. Yeah, and, you know, it's great. So it sounds like you love nature. Yes. So tell us what else. You know, we ask every one of our guests this: when you're not working and you know being a dad and doing all those things, mm-hmm. um, what do you like to do in your spare time besides the nature? Uh, spare time, I'm a big reader. I enjoy reading um, anything. And uh, then I will, I guess, uh, I, just just no, just like daughter time, puttering around the garden. Um, and then I, I got to say, my wife and I don't really have a lot of downtime. Yeah. <laughs> we just, we're, we're, like, we're goers, we're <laughs> doers, you, you know, right? You're just always doing things. So uh, I enjoy making things. So uh, whether that be, you know, producing a show or creating some events or hosting a concert or making some short film or whatever. It just, I, I enjoy making things and making things with people that are collaborative. So that's my thing. Yeah. That's what lights you up. That's what light, lights me up for sure. Yeah. That and running. That's what lights up your beacon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Nice. This, this is a podcast of puns. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm um, speaking of, creation and, and being collaborative mm-hmm. you are here to tell us all things about beacon bonfire mm. so just give us a little overview of like what is the background the history the impetus now that you tell us that you're a creator it totally makes sense to me yeah. but um give me an idea of where, where did it start it started in uh the backyard for my wife and i not in new york the one <laughs> up here in beacon and um 
and we were at a sitting at a fire pit. It was 2020. It was pandemic, winter, cold, frigid winter, and we were sitting around a fire because that was the only way to hang out with friends was around a fire, right? And outside. And um, so the two friends that were over, Tim Parsaka and Kelly Ellenwood, they're a couple. I don't know if you know them, but... Um, oh, we know them. Good. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great people. <laughs> Great people. Um, they were with us, and Enrique and I had been bandying about this idea of like, well, because we're creators, we enjoy making things, and if we don't, we, we go crazy. <laughs> so, and, you know, my wife and I are not, like, we have to be making things. So, mm-hmm. just, yeah. Um, and so there was a little bit of crazy going on and we thought, well, if we can't actually have a party, let's just maybe plan a party. Like the party will be the planning of the party until we can actually have a party. When COVID's over and the pandemic's over, we'll plan some event that'll bring Beacon, like we all bring Beacon back around and, uh, you know, come out from our houses and go, yay, we we're living. Um, and, uh, but Tim and Kelly being the doers that they are, where we're like, let's not talk about it. Let's just do it. So we made a plan for uh, our first Beacon Bonfire, which was a few months later. And, well, I forget how many months later, but um, we planned it under a full moon. And we only invited 20 people because we wanted to keep it safe and we didn't want to freak anyone out because we were still in deep pandemic and we didn't want to push any, any boundaries. And, um, and so we had it over at the university settlement camp. We planned it there and we had three campfires set up so that people could have conversations about the campfires around the campfires. And, uh, the 20 people showed up and we just talked about what our intention was with them and any ideas that people might have and did they enjoy themselves? And it was this beautiful full moon and it was covered in snow and it just, it was magical. It was really magical. So we did that and then cut to, you know, four months later, it's hundred people now because the word got out. And then the next time, it's like 140 people. Word, mm-hmm. word got out, right? So it just always got a little more, and people were appreciating the ability to meet with each other. And the, the idea for what we do is we we basically get your everyone's text number, and, uh, and we'll send a blast text to our entire group, which is now up to like 200 people. This is like our core Beacon Bonfire group, about 200 people. And we'll say, heads up, save the date, happening on this day, about a month ahead. And then about the day of, we'll then ping them out to the same list where the location's going to be. So okay. you just don't know where the location's going to be. So it's kind of got this this idea of like a magical, we don't know, it's excitement. Yeah, a little bit of stuff. suspense to it. And then people come and there are fires because it's good to hang around fires. And then, um, and then we often will have some kind of unique moment of music or entertainment or something that just kind of makes the night surprising and magical for people. And that's the idea. And the idea is, to, you know, for me, it was, you know, we, we talked about this already, right? It, like there are in Beacon, and we all know that there, there are multiple Beacons, right? There's not just one uniform Beacon. There are kind of, and some of them, the vegetables don't touch, right? There are, everyone keeps them separate on their plates and all that stuff. So the idea, and not only that was this new other Beacon came in, which was like what we call the COVID wave, of people who came in, right? They just all desperately looking for a place other than New York City yeah. to go. And they came up to Beacon and they got here and they knew no one and they didn't have a chance to meet anyone because they couldn't meet anyone. Mm. Like imagine how lonely that felt, right? Yes. Um, and so the idea was how do we then get them in and so they can start meeting their neighbors. And so outside, around a fire. That was the idea. That's how it was born. Yeah. yeah. I have to say you executed on that flawlessly. Because the mystery around, like, 
what is this text message? Yeah. yeah. And <laughs> the mystery around like not knowing where something like, it's like, am I going, I don't even know where I'm going. What's that? And it's so like, there is that element of surprise, but you almost create an experience before the experience by doing that because you know that everybody's on the same page as yeah. you are, Yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. So. Cause I feel like when, when, I know I got the text. I think I immediately texted you two and was like, what is this? And then you were like, yeah, I got this too. I don't. Are we going to end up with our heads <laughs> off in a ditch? Well, you know, no, this is the, I think it was definitely post get out. So you're yeah. like, yeah. Yeah. So it was like, I don't know. If Let's go as a going, group. Yeah, we're we all going together. I ain't going. Yeah. I, I, I actually think uh, I still got my book of matches. Because it was like, yep. it was like you got yeah. a book of matches, like mm-hmm. wait for the text, wait for more information. Yep. It's like the suspense was kind of cool about yeah, it. Yeah, it was. It really was. But but yeah, it was uh, definitely a group trip though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then I think also just um, everything that you described with having the multiple bonfires going, I felt like you just, one, fire draws people in. So then now you're standing next to somebody that you don't know and you're, you know, and then having the um, activities and or performances or um, showcases, then it's like it gives you something to, again, experience together and gives you that commonality, like that common point of like, wow, that was cool. And then now Mm -hmm. you're experiencing something with somebody for the first time. Um, I think that's what formed connections for me anyway because then it gave me something to talk about that wasn't like oh i don't know you so i don't know like, i don't yeah. know a common thing mm-hmm. to like start chatting with you about <laughs> versus like oh if we both looked at like i'm thinking about the um all the stickies notes that were going on at the one mm-hmm. um where i was like you know what i read up there was this was that interesting to you? you know so it gave me something as like a starting point that wasn't like what's your name what do you do yeah. where do you you know yeah. like the the networking yeah. Conversation. Yeah. yeah, it was Donna Mickelson's piece. Donna yeah. Mickelson yep. created this amazing. She's been doing deep, deep research on the history of Beacon. And she's found some incredible, like very cinematic stories about the history of the people who created it, who you know brought it to bear. Um, and so, yeah, the sticky note was almost like looking like the looking at the wall of a madman. Yeah. Right. It's <laughs> yeah. just all like connections and mm-hmm. all of that, all the over overlapping sort of narratives and how they all are intermingling. So, yeah, it was it was a cool thing that got my dad was there. He's from Canada, and he was like, "I'm fascinated <laughs> by this." <laughs> He's like, I'm, this is like a soap opera. <laughs> so, so yeah. is the bonfire something that happens annually, or how, how do you guys go about on? Our idea was to do the bonfire about every four months. So uh, we've 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 done three, and then what happened is that um, there was another idea that was being bandied about by my friend Jeremy Schoenfeld. Um, he has moved up. He I, I brought like. Ten of my friends moved out to Beacon. Oh, you're the reason. (laughs) (laughs) This is him, guys. We've got it. We've got got it. it. We're gonna we're gonna give you tape for your mouth. Stop (laughs) stop spreading the good news. Okay. Sorry. (laughs) We need to build more houses. Yeah. (laughs) Fast. (laughs) So. uh, Oh, they are. Oh yeah, I know. I know. We need more departments. Density, density. Yeah. Um. So uh, yeah, the, the uh, Jeremy Schoenfeld, he uh, is a wonderful uh, singer, composer, um, uh, songwriter, uh, and pianist, like just master pianist. 
And he's moved up and he just really got locked into the Beacon music scene, which is extensive, as we all know. Or if you don't know, just know that you live in a city of riches when it comes to musical talent. And um, and so he's been really locked into that. So he, he, he thought, oh, I just got this idea for a music festival. I just oh, I want something like where it's just Beacon. And I was like, OK, cool. And because we had done the Beacon Bonfire stuff and Tim, Kelly, Amrika, my wife and I, we're already like we're humming as a team. Like we knew how to work together and, and, and we were like, okay, let's marry our idea of the bonfire of collective community of bringing people around in a unique circumstance, which like you said, creates a unique story that everyone now has a shared experience. And perhaps that gives them some sort of connection. Um, and also, you know, my mission of how do we get the overlapping beacons how do we get the beacons to overlap with one another? And mm. could, perhaps we could be an overlapping space. Um, perhaps, you know, um, and then music to show off all the talent. And then the proximity of beacon to New York and the ability for people to jump on a train is just, it's remarkable. So the amount of talent that we can also pull from New York to come on up here and just, they're looking for opportunities just to get out of town and play a gig. And mm-hmm. that could really open up some great avenues and opportunities for people to hear some great stuff and then also the local talent here too so that then bore out the beacon bonfire music and arts festival which is now going to happen sooner than we expected it is happening <laughs> november 4th and 5th yes this year we had a we were thinking no no no. we'll do this next year we'll do this next november 4th 5th and but but we are the types of folks the five of us now with jeremy are the types of folks who are if we're going to do it let's just do it now mm-hmm yeah, we'll, if we fall on our face, okay, we'll fall on our face. But we'll learn from it, and we'll make it better next year. So this is basically, this is our fall on the face, first year of the Beacon Bonfire Music and Arts Festival, and it's a lot larger than we expected. It's We thought it would be maybe five venues. It's now 14 venues. We thought it might be like 30, 40 artists. It's now 100-plus artists that are wow. playing. It's 18 hours of concerts back-to-back over these 14 locations, Art galleries are going to be open. Shops and services are all participating in their own ways with either like free, you know, drinks and bites or like money off on things. It's and it's going to be we've got the Masonic Hall, which will be the first time we're going to do music in the Masonic Hall. I think since it got purchased seven Mm. years ago. Um, And so, uh, and then we've got also space at the Cube. So it's going to be it. It got bigger. Yeah. yeah. So, so it probably didn't start out as a two day event. Is is a two day event now, or was the vision always a two day event, just smaller scale? It was just it was a two day event, but like the Friday that opens is really the warm up. So, just think of it that on Friday, if you live here in Beacon, you can come on down around five six o'clock to Center Camp, which is going to be on Veterans Place. We're going to have Veterans Place shut down. We're going to have four fires burning there. We've worked it out with the fire department, the police department, just met with the city. That was one of my questions. Yep, they're all good. They're all fully support. And, it's like, is uh, this going to be a real fire? Yeah, real <laughs> fires. Is that actual bonfire? <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> Camp, well, we're, we're not going to do bon- bonfire. kind of gives us a sense of the size of a large thing. You These know, are, the okay. last well, time well, I've been well, to one of yeah, those. Yeah. The, yeah. The, 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 
I was actually thinking about it because you know it's, it's homecoming week now in, yeah. in Beacon, you know. Yeah. So like, um, there used to be a bonfire every Friday, like the Friday night before the Saturday football game. And throw a dummy in they, and they, everything. They, they used to you be, know? man. Yeah. I don't know. And if, if you're out there and you're from Beacon, you remember those bonfires? They they they, they were some nights, man. Yeah, they yeah. were. I enjoyed them. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know yeah. if it's just in my mind, but those bonfires, I felt like it was like, I don't know how they were able to do it because yeah. they were so large. Mm -hmm. Just so large. It's like Lord of the Flies. Mm -hmm. Big bird. Yeah. <laughs> we don't get, we don't, well, that's the other thing about fire is that human history is intermingled with fire. It's kind of in our DNA. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And we're hardly getting to be around fire much anymore, you know, unless it's, it's a electric. kitchen fire. Yeah. yeah you but, know? Uh, <laughs> so it's, yeah. so it's, it's, a, it's a very primal thing to be around a fire. We all know what it's like to gaze into the fire. You kind of get into this dream state, the conversations move away in interesting ways. Singing you just slow happens. down. You slow down. You slow down. It's a very, it's very, yeah, it's mystical. Yeah. yeah. So, it feels mystical. Yeah. So, you know? so, so, so getting back to this event. Yeah. Because, uh, like I, I seen the flyers, I've been hearing about it and a two day event. Um, I, I think it's over, I'm saying as an organizer, um, it, it's, it's, it's even overwhelming for me. So like, mm -hmm. can, can you walk me through like what, what each day is going to look at, look like, like you said, uh, Friday is going to be an okay. opening veterans yeah. place is going to be closed. Like how long is it going to be closed? Like veterans is, is a short street off of main street anyway. So yeah. I, I see it closed, but it's closed all day. Is it like a 12 to eight event is Saturday even like, are both days the same time? Like what to expect? Cause he, yeah. he's going to pull out his, uh, his calendar my handy dandy that's his calendar I mean, planner you know yeah. okay and you're seeing how how okay, old school you see we how are now. Uh, antique i am no. <laughs> so he's just trying to figure out how much should he be blocking yeah, on his and there's gonna be a map to let me know who's playing where and right okay yeah so uh you can buy your tickets online they're 39 bucks for the for the the festival pass which gets you all access to everything and uh, there's also $19 for students, $19 for seniors. And then if you just out of the goodness of your heart, because you just want to support the arts, because we're going to pay all of our artists, by the way. Um, it, which is huge. Which is, yeah. yeah, it is huge because that usually doesn't happen. Yeah. You know, we're, we're, we as producers are putting our butts on the line to make sure that we'll cover the, the, the music. Yeah, we're, we're, we're very volunteer driven. So, yeah, yeah. So you know, <laughs> pain is huge. But, you know, uh, you'll, you'll buy that ticket. You can pick up your lanyard at Center Camp. Or you can use a phone app, of course, to get into to events. But Friday night, you can start picking up your stuff at 5 o'clock. Uh, concerts start kicking off at 6 o'clock. We'll be mostly isolated to the Masonic Hall, to the Cube, as well as to Quinn's in terms of the gigs that will be happening. So it's like a shorter format, just going from 5, basically, well, 6 until 9. Um, and then from basically 9 to 12 is going to be uh, the after-party opening party, which will be happening in the Masonic Hall. All ticket pass holders are invited to come on down. It's just great, and we don't know. We'll have a DJ there spinning, just hanging, just a chill. We'll have some food trucks there. We'll have a fire up front of the Masonic Hall as well. And uh, and so that is the first More night. Fire. So it's a short. It's a short day, right? But it's kind of a warm-up. I mean, that sounds like... Well, I really I recommend mean, if you do buy, come. Yeah. Because... Uh, Josh Geisler, my friend who I told you about, uh, he's going to be doing this. He's been in rehearsals for it. Bansara, which is all East Indian music, but with mixed in with electronica sound. Mm -hmm. And he plays flute, guitar. He's master. And, and he'll, it's going to be a really unique experience. Highly recommend you guys come Friday. Okay. And anyone listening, come in for this, uh, just to listen, first of all, local talent, Josh Geisler, but it's, uh, it's beautiful. We had Josh play at one of our bonfires before and it was magic. It was mystical. Um, so highly recommend that. And then 
well, I'll go home. You can go home at 12 or 11 or whatever time you want. So, get so some good sleep. you buy a ticket for both yeah. days? Ticket for both days. 30, 39 bucks for two days. For so two covers days. For two days. Yeah. So, that's just Friday. Okay, so now Saturday, <laughs> you come Friday. back. You come <laughs> back with well your lanyard. Well rested. You come back well rested. Come back with your lanyard the next day. And starting 12, programming in 14 venues will happen. Basically, 45-minute to 55-minute shows swapping in. So music, music, the bands are just like they're turning over at each venue. So you basically just jump all over Beacon, catching who you want to catch. Um, and that'll be going. The programming goes from 12 to 8, 12 to 8 p.m. And then again, closing night party, again, Masonic Hall. All uh, sorts of fun happening from 12 to, from 8 to 12. Well, you know, I don't like to pay... Uh like uh, processing fees. Can I just give you thirty nine dollars? No, I think I, I think we did it so thirty thirty nine dollars is including the processing. Fee. Oh, oh cool. that's what's up. Yeah, okay. we, we made right. sure that like at the end when you book out, that's it. It's thirty nine. That's what's up. That's it. Oh, cool. All right, so so, so I'll, I'll get on it. My bad. Yeah. Um, so I'll tell you also what we're doing is like it's about fire. So we're gonna have we're gonna have a campfire at Cross and Main. We're going to have a campfire, of course, at Veterans Place with four fires there. We'll have a stage there as well, as well as some sort of, you know, we'll have, I think we're going to put, I think we're taking my lawn furniture and other lawn furniture. <laughs> we're going to put it all around. It's going to be great. It's going to be really loungy. Yeah. And then we're going to have a, a, another campfire out in front of um, Beacon, uh, the Beacon Building. Mm-hmm. And then there will be, a, of course, the campfire out in front of uh, Bank Square. And then we'll have a campfire out in front of the Masonic Hall. So you're going to have the smell of, you know, burning firewood throughout mm-hmm. Beacon all night, all day, and we're going to have s'mores. So you can just cook your s'mores, and there'll be sing-alongs around some of these campfires as well if you just want to sing around, or musicians want to come down with their instruments and just jam. That's the point, is just allowing musicians also, after they've done their shows, to get together and jam with each other around the fire. Um, yeah. So to create that sort of improvisational yeah. spirit to it, right? Yeah, yeah. Um Technical question. Is this yeah. family friendly? Yeah. I'm like thinking yeah. of like my daughter would want to go yeah. see this stuff, you Super know? Super family friendly. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Just because I know you said like student tickets and. Yeah. Okay, perfect. Yeah, so no. it's open. Yeah, we're going to have some stuff. We're going to have the, the museum, Marvelous, which is so crazy. I, 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 I talked to this fiddler on Main Street and because I, I was going just talking to, to businesses about what we were doing I saw a fiddler I was like oh great great maybe you can busk at the festival so I, I talked to him and he puts down his fiddle he's like that sounds like a great idea I've actually got an idea so he's got this idea from this museum marvelous and he was a, a set decorator for movies for like big Hollywood films uh, for 15 years and now he's kind of leaving the business and he's got all this stuff and he just wants to create this like tactile analog museum of like reel to reel and overhead and film projectors and tape recorders and things for kids to use of the old technology just to play with and light mm. and all this stuff. So we're going to have something like that set up for kids to play around with stuff as well. Um, yeah. At, you the, know, at the center. It's going to be just right across from center. You know, the city bank, that empty building that's yep. going to be developed soon. We're going to be, in, we're putting it, we're installing it inside there. Uh, so that, that building is going to be open. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice. I mean, the great thing about this, too, is if you've never seen the Masonic Hall, you get to we'll see, see the Masonic Hall. <laughs> right. If you've never seen the Cube, you get to go into the Cube High School, the old high school. Yeah. That's now art. If you haven't want to see what Citibank's going to look before it gets developed into, you know, apartments and, cor- you know, commercial space, come on in and check out the, the, the safe at the back, the walk-in safe. It's really cool. 
Yeah, I'm glad you went in more detail because you kept saying the cube, and I'm like, yo, what is the cube? Oh, yeah, yo, high school. yeah, the cube, the high Our school. Our old recording studio. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you guys used to record I, there? Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, back when. Uh, I, I didn't know it was the cube. Back yeah, yeah. In the day. Our old high school. I, I, I kept thinking like Nintendo cube. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I love that building. It's so Yeah, cool. no, it, it, Have you I, been inside? I did too. Oh, we oh, went to you, high school yeah, yeah, there. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. We were the last class to graduate from that building. Yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy to me. Does it have when you go back in there? Does it feel really? Oh yeah, strange? Yeah, really, yeah. When we were, right. in, yeah, it was weird. Still remember where my locker is. Yeah, we used <laughs> to record in the assistant principal's office. Well, what was this? What was yeah, the yeah. Yeah. Shout out to the ground. Yeah, that building is so. I love that building. Anyway. Have you ever been to the to the roof? No. Oh, you need to go up to the roof. Okay. Some cool stuff up there. What, like what? So there's a uh, in the science wing. There is this like outdoor atrium that like sits on the roof, and then from there, there's a ladder that allows you to go up to the very top of the building. You can see the whole city from right up there. He's like, that's the next location for 15 (laughs) venues. Yeah, the atrium place is is really cool. It used to be like, I think I'm using the wrong word, but I think it was like a greenhouse. Greenhouse. Yeah, Yeah. that they had set out set outside on. Oh, well, outside I can't area. wait to do that. I can't wait to see all of this. Yeah, because I haven't done the full tour yet, but I definitely. Yeah. So, yeah. so, so, so all the the event is all in indoor venues. Yeah, what yeah, we want to do right. is make it as weatherproof as possible. So, worst case scenario, if we get rain, we don't get rained out. Sure, you won't be able to hang around with campfires because it'll be raining, but it likely won't because it's November. Um, uh, that everything's indoors, so we are we are. Okay, yeah, because I don't know why I had this idea in my head like there's gonna be artists on all different corners, and I was like, yeah, how do you? I think tic- when you, when you how, hit how the bonfire piece, how, how you do you ticket? Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So there will be busters. So, there so will be street performers happening up and down as well. That's in addition to everything. And, okay, yeah. I still, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. And if anyone wants to come and busk, by the way, if you're listening to this and you're like, oh, I want to busk or I want to go and play around the fire with some people, yeah, that's what it's about. It's about, you know, it's kind of a bottom up. It's not a top down necessarily a festival. It's like, yeah, we're creating the container and the space for everyone. But now you can create within the space. So Mm. what do you want to do? Yeah. The idea. And and then for next year is, you know, next this year, we don't know who's going to show up. We hopefully people will show up and buy tickets because that will help us. But when we do it next year, I hope people will have an idea of what happened. Mm. Like if you like even if just if you're a creative person, just come down and see it anyways just so you can start thinking about what you want to do next year at yeah. this festival. Oh, and then oh, come oh, to oh, us your with scheduled. your ideas, yeah. you know? All oh, oh, your scheduled artists are scheduled yeah. and that's locked and yeah. you guys are just in promotion mode. Yeah, yeah, you know? So just, like, if anyone, just come on down. Um, but, yeah, that's that's what we're doing. I love it. It sounds like a true festival. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, it feels like a choose-your-own-journey yeah. kind mm-hmm. of thing, choose-your-own-adventure kind of thing. Yeah. Um, it feels very diverse, Right, like it just sat like just. I mean, I also checked out the website. Right, I was like, oh, the Costellos are gonna play. And, yeah, you know, so that, it's like there's different types of sounds that yes. you're gonna be able to be exposed to. And you know, one thing you're right, we do have a lot of talent locally, um, but it's when you're in the moment watching someone perform. Like, do mm-hmm. you really see like? how talented they were. I mean, I know this sounds stupid, but it's like, yes, I know you're talented. But then when you watch someone live, you know, like I think about um, whenever I watch Mark do the drums, right? It's like, whoa, like he's like really talented. Like, you know, I find (laughs) myself like, oh my God, that's like a real skill, you know? Mm -hmm. And this feels like you're really celebrating the artists. Mm -hmm. So, you know, like there's not like all this 
all this other distraction things going on, you know, yeah. like yeah. blow up houses and this, you know, there's none that it's, we are focused on mm-hmm. the talent, which is great. Yeah. And, and, and that's what I was going to ask you. Like, like, do you have any, uh, like artists that is like, like must see you, I think you mentioned a couple, but like now with the Costellos, like, is like, obviously you can't name everyone who's doing everything, but is it, Anyone well, you're looking forward to? Well, I'm definitely looking forward to Josh Geisler. Well, he's a friend, but it's also, I love world music. Um, and then Dan is going to be doing some incredible flamenco as well. And like kind of, he'll be, he'll be flamenco Santana. He's going to be doing like, there's going to be Santana cover stuff going on. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, I don't really don't want to like prop anyone up because we try to like do it. No, equality, just like, that's thing. the idea. The yeah. idea is like, just Come go and, and discover. Check it out. Yeah, check experience it for out. yourself. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's all about. And you recommend people to download the app so that they know what's going on. Is that the best way to get? Yeah, we are going to, we're just, we're, the map is near finished to be built and it'll be a PDF that you can put onto your phone, but we'll also have physical maps that you'll pick up on the day with your Thank lanyard. You. Yep. So, yeah, <laughs> have a physical map. No, no, He's no. like, my phone won't open it. I don't have no way. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Can't yeah. use a PDF. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, we'll have that, and that will just show you where all the locations are, and it'll have the schedule on it. So, then you can just kind of pick and play. And then, of course, you can sort around and look online and see, okay, I'm interested in seeing that. It's about discovery, right? So, and then just walking down the street, and maybe you get distracted because suddenly you hear music pouring out of a venue, and you're like, I want to hear that. Yeah. So yeah. it's about that. It's about surprises. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And you've you've done yeah. a good job with the footprint too, keeping it condensed, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. I, I am that person that's like, it's where? That's mm. too far. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's like yeah, way yeah. too far. Because if I try, if I, I know I'm going here, I don't want to go all the way down there, yeah. you know, yeah. that piece of the puzzle. So yeah. I think it's a good footprint for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, and I think uh, the, the, the way the weekend is sounding, it's sounding amazing. It's almost like I'd buy a ticket just to have it just because if I, Cause I know I'll end up on main street and like you're saying, like if I hear a sound, like, you know, I, I just want to have access to go in there. Like, like how, how did you come up with that price point? Like that price point sounds like accessible. Yeah. Great. I'm glad you said that because we were worried that, but then we put it up on Eventbrite and realized we were one of the cheapest things on Eventbrite. <laughs> we're like, Oh, okay. We're fine. Um, but it, we were, we, we budgeted it out and the number basically covers the, the producers. We as the producers are not taking a penny on this. We're just, Putting, the, putting in the work, this is a big experiment. It's like a tech rehearsal for us. Um, but we pay our artists, and we everything is for tech. It's basically for our back and making sure that our back lines out of our venues are good for the artists so they feel supported. Um, and just it's logistics. Yeah, that's it. All the money goes towards that. So that's basically if we sell a certain number of tickets, if we can sell, you know, a good, you know, 700 tickets to this thing, mm-hmm. we will break even. Nice. So... Bring your friends, bring your family, come on down, support, um, and know that your money will be going to a good cause because this is going to happen next year, and I promise you it's just going to get better and better, and we expect it to. I'm really excited about it. And you want to be a part of the first one. Yeah, 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 that too. And and also we want to just, you know, a festival is not a festival without people. (laughs) Yeah, the other, you know, the one thing I want to say is, one, thank you. Um, I don't think it was an accident that you landed in Beacon. Mm. You you have the heart of the Beaconites, mm. so I think we were we were you we sending out the vibes, mm-hmm. right? When you said the vibes, that's what drew you in. We, Birds of a feather. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, or a moth to the flame. But then the other thing too is like, thank you for adding. You know what I see as an amazing annual event as we look ahead. We don't. We've never had anything coming into winter 
here in Beacon, right? Like when I think about th- what you're describing, I, I future project all the time, right? And I think what, I, what you're describing is something similar to like what we say, you know, Spirit of Beacon Day or um, the annual Strawberry Festival, right? Like it's a something for you to look forward to annually and, you know, folks will learn what it is once they experience it. And that's what I, that's my hope for this, mm-hmm. for this project. Um, but it takes the vision matched with what I say all the time, you know, execution, yeah. right? And and you're doing that. Mm-hmm. So you've already won. Mm-hmm. In my eyes, you've already won. You're, you're Thanks. showing Thanks. it. You're putting, um, you know, your time, energy, resources together to build something, create something. And, you know, I think having that momentum from the bonfires, hopefully that kind of just helps mm-hmm. pull it through the line, right? Because I feel like I already know the vibe mm-hmm. because yeah. I've experienced a bonfire. So, um Thank you, thank you, thank you for giving us something, something else to look forward to. Because I always feel like you get to Spirit of Beacon Day and you're like, well, a, there's the year. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We have like the pumpkin festival right like, very yeah. shortly thereafter, but then it's like, you know, you just kind of like. It's the same, the spring. It's no the same as the strawberry. Yeah. Yeah, especially yeah. like you're saying, going into the later of the year, because like I, I used to look forward to the car show that doesn't happen anymore. You right. Know? So like now at least you got this coming in in, in November. Um, but I did have a question. So is all ticket sales only online or can somebody come day of and try and buy a ticket and get a lanyard day of? Are you set yeah, up? Yeah, with- you can do it day of. Uh, we'd highly recommend to do it a- mm-hmm. ahead of time because it just helps us know what to expect as well mm-hmm. for numbers. And not only that, you'll just you'll just help us sleep more. <laughs> <laughs> so because, uh, you know, everyone always buys at the last minute. So every producer yeah. thinks that this yeah. is going to be a disaster, yeah. you know, up until the day before. So, um, so save me from an ulcer, buy your ticket ahead of time <laughs> yep. and, and tell your friends and tell your friends and tell family. And yeah, you can buy ahead of time to be great and pick up your lanyard. Or, you know, if people happen to be coming up to the city and they didn't even hear about this and they get here and then they see, yeah, great. Yeah. They can just buy the ticket right online. We have the, we have the QR codes all over the city. We'll have the QR codes on sandwich boards in front of all the venues. So if you want to go and do a venue, you just bing that QR code. It takes mm-hmm. you straight to the ticket plate you buy your ticket boom you can use your phone to get into the venues with your pass until you get to center camp get yeah. your nice fancy vip saying, the, lanyard the, and then that lanyard. there'll be no cash accepted at, at, at the no, cent- what's no. it called center place center pl- we're calling so it center, center camp place. Center veterans camp. place is center camp center yeah. camp welcome camp as well you can purchase at welcome welcome camp which is at cross and main so we'll have another sort of setup there too okay yeah yeah we're yeah. getting there I'm, I'm gonna be up and down main street good yeah 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 good. It, who knows? It might even be 60 degrees for all we know. Yeah, I seriously. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're planning ahead. This is going to be a summer party in 10 years from now. So, yeah. You know, <laughs> at the rate we're going. Yeah. <laughs> and for mm-hmm. folks that want to learn more, where to, tell them all the tags and places they can um, okay. follow the Beacon Bonfire. Yeah, you can go to beaconbonfire.com um, just for sort of all the information there. It'll also take you to the ticket site, which is Eventbrite. You can find us on Eventbrite. Um, also at Beacon Bonfire on Instagram. Please follow us and just uh, you'll get all the updates there. We'll be posting sort of any changes in venues or times so that you make sure you can catch your artists. Um, and that's, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. That's how we're doing it. And, and, and what if somebody wants to be on that mass Bonfire text. Is, is it I know, we made it seem like all exclusive. We're like, we well, got one. I mean, it, <laughs> no, no, it, 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 got, it kind of was exclusive. It was exclusive, so, uh, yeah. So, so, so thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so like, yeah, is, is that like a word of mouth thing? Like, like, well, bring a friend in and, uh, and then that's how they get on or like they go on the website and they... No, they, just direct message us on 
Beacon, at Beacon Bonfire on Instagram. Um, direct message us. If you want to be on that list, leave us your phone number and you'll be added to the list. That's it. That's how it works. And then for the future events that we'll do with Beacon Bonfire after, like, we, you know, the plan would be, I don't know how exhausted we're going to be after this, but the plan would be we do this annually, November 4th, 5th. Um, so everyone can knows to accept that. And then the other ones we'll do maybe two, three surprise intermittently between, you know, every year. So, and you won't know when it's happening. And You're giving stuff. me the stare like manage your expectations. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to hear any pressure. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's, yeah, that's what we're doing. Yeah, and then, I don't know, you know, more things will come of this, I'm sure. Oh, so yeah. This is only the beginning of something. I'm oh, sure. yeah. Yeah. You're giving people, you know, permission to dream right now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so the hope is that, you know, coming on the back end, you know, a lot of folks are looking to get involved, just like you said. Mm-hmm. You know, hopefully that means more hands on deck for you guys. Yeah. Also, if you want to ping us, if you want to volunteer, fire tending is something that's very important. <laughs> Let's not burn down Beacon. Um, so fire tenders, people who can volunteer answering questions, um, just want to just generally help out with load in, load out. we got a lot of logistics to do. So if you just like lifting heavy things and helping crew, that'd be great. Or you want crew experience and something on your resume, come volunteer with us. Um, it's an all-volunteer crew, so it's everyone's on the same page. Um, that'd be great. So ping us on, on Instagram at Beacon Bonfire as well for that. So, yeah. And awesome. Then, and then artists, uh, we're, we're really booked up this year. But like I said, if, if you if you want to bring an instrument and just jam uh, around the fire with other people or find a corner and do some busking, by all means. And then reach out to us if you're interested in, in doing something serious next year in one of the venues. And um, and we'll uh, we'll make sure everyone feels included. Okay. Can I? Uh, I'm just going to be transparent. Can yeah. you just tell me what busking is? Busking, saying, busking. I, I think I just picked up on it. But I, mean, yeah. I think oh, I did too, but I want to make sure. Busking is th- street performance. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. All right. so, I just, I've never heard it. I've never yeah, heard that any, term before. Any, whether it be a musician, whether it be a mime, whether it be a, a dog, person with dog tricks, it's kind of a for, busking is street, street entertainment. I like yeah. that. I'm going to yeah. use that for something. Yeah. Yeah. For wow. street entertainment, I hope. You're <laughs> <laughs> just going to start using like, yeah. random things. I'm going to bust. <laughs> no, no, you're I'm doing a podcast. Bust a move. <laughs> no, you're podcasting. <laughs> busking is out on the street. <laughs> Let's take this podcast out on the street. Yeah. 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 Right, right. yeah. Well, thanks again for stopping by. Before you go, mm-hmm. we have one last question that Brandon's going to take. Yes. So, Christian here. At This Is Beacon and I Am Beacon, we like to refer to ourselves as the Avengers of the City of Beacon, a group of unique individuals who come together for the betterment of this community. So my question to you is, you've been invited to be an Avenger. What is your superpower? Uh, My superpower is connecting people. I think that's another new one. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing I enjoy doing. Uh, I enjoy facilitating and coming. I love being in the in the connecting point of of new ideas and creative things happening, and and then watching what happens. Spark, sparking, sparking. Mm. Speak. <laughs> uh, you know um, these puns. Not, not, they not, just not, keep going. <laughs> <laughs> not, not only did he tell us his superpower, he also told us his super name. <laughs> <Yeah>. Sparky <laughs> doesn't quite have the ring. I hoped, but okay. <laughs> Yeah, I can see, I, 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 I see the uniform. It's, it's a bonfire, <laughs> fires, flames. That's what I was going to say. And you're already 
you've already ignited. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've already, well, we've got, a, you'll, you'll see this artwork that Donald Mickelson did for us. And it's like a flame, but there's like a man inside the flame. And we call that Kevin Beacon. That's our, <laughs> that's our mascot for the Beacon Bonfire Music and Arts Festival is Kevin Beacon. Kevin I Beacon. love so, it. I go. love it. Yeah. Well, awesome. Well, thanks again. And for folks that are listening, I look forward to seeing you at Beacon Bonfire Music Festival on November 4th and 5th, right? Yes. Okay. I was like, 4th and 5th. And then I was like, I'm always not good with the details. (laughs) Um, So we'll see you November 4th and 5th. And remember, the 4th, even though it's a shorter day, there's a lot of magical things happening that night. So if you get your ticket, definitely get the most out of it and show up for both days. Remember... Remember the 5th of November. (laughs) That's it. Awesome. Mm -hmm. All right. Thanks. Awesome. That's a wrap. You have. Hey, before you go, we have a quick ask of you, our audience. If you've been enjoying this podcast, here are some ways you can support us. You can subscribe, rate, and review this podcast right now. You can share or tell a friend about this podcast, which can be found on. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and many more. And here are some ways to support us. If you would like to sponsor an episode, reach out to imbeacon.info at gmail.com. And if you just want to support our efforts in the community, visit our website, www.imbeacon.org to submit a donation or send us a check at P.O. Box 265, Beacon, New York, 12508. You have been listening to This is Beacon a dynamic duo hi-fi production in association with I Am Beacon, a nonprofit organization.